Welcome to the No Lux Left Behind podcast, the world's first podcast dedicated solely to unboxing the allure of luxury handbags and the resale market. We're Monica and Erica, luxury consignment entrepreneurs with over a decade of experience. Whether you're a shopper, a seller, or listening for the laughs, you'll always get unfiltered knowledge here. Let's get started. I'm back. Hello, my lovelies. I'm so excited because I get to do a little one-on-one chat with you in this podcast episode. And today we're gonna chat a little bit about why people like to buy luxury. Now, before I deep dive into that subject, I do wanna just say thank you so much to everyone that has reached out to us, whether it's been through email or DMs, on TikTok, on Instagram, uh, through our website, just even some of our friends who have reminded us about our podcast and you guys have said that you miss it, that you miss the episodes. Is it coming back? Are you going to record any new ones? We love the podcast, but when I tell you that there have been some really big things happening, both in our lives personally and professionally, I'm not kidding. And I want to, I want to say this quote because I live by this. And I'm so thankful to this woman. She knows who she is. Many, many moons ago in church, I was feeling extremely overwhelmed. This is before season two ever existed. And she said to me, every single day that you wake up, you have many balls in the air. Some are glass and some are rubber. And you have to be able to figure out which ones are rubber and which ones are glass. And you just have to know how to maneuver not letting the glass ones fall. And if the rubber ones fall, that's okay, because they'll bounce, they're not gonna break. And that stuck with me significantly. And I say that to myself, probably almost on a weekly basis, especially now. Um, But I felt like I wanted to share that because I know that there's someone listening to this podcast that probably needs that. So there you go. But the things happening for us are really really cool and they're all good things right we have season two consign which is our original baby we have season two franchising which is our franchise side of our company we have some amazing franchise partners i cannot even begin to tell you how proud we are of the fact that we have brought on these exceptional human beings that we adore to really carry the name of season two consign in their local markets. Uh, We have some other things at play and and again, all exciting and wonderful things. And that's all our career centered life. But then at the end of the day, we're also mothers. We're also wives. We also wanna be able to contribute to our local community, to our church, to our family as a whole. And unfortunately, Let's be real, y'all, because you know we like to keep it transparent around here. The podcast has been a rubber ball, (laughs) but I am excited to be able to record this and, you know, just touch base with all y'all. So we're going to have a little chat today about why people buy luxury, specifically handbags, but luxury in general. Now, before I I continue, I want to do a little disclaimer. Okay, Erica and myself 
we, we, we are not doctors. I don't have a PhD in anything yet, but I don't have a PhD in any kind of medical profession. Uh, we're not therapists, <laughs> although our mom, we were raised by a therapist. Our mom, Lene, shout out to her. She's a psychotherapist, uh, but just because you were raised by one doesn't make you one, okay? Um, and so we can't take the credit for that. But that's my little disclaimer here because we are gonna talk a little bit about you know just a little bit of like the psychology that goes with purchasing luxury uh, we are simply people with over well over a decade now at this point of experience in the luxury resale industry who are gonna give you our opinions and observations we live this industry all day every day now and you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna have a little chat. Let's go. First things first. I'm the realist. Okay, first things first, y'all. I want to start by saying luxury is subjective. Let me repeat that again. I'm gonna say it for the people in the back. Luxury is subjective, and that is perfectly okay. Now there are brands that fall under the luxury title but there are people who look at certain brands and they would scoff at it but to someone else they would love to have that that designer or that brand so that's what i mean when i say luxury is subjective now there are some people who absolutely worship the ground that Louis Vuitton walks on. Give them all things Louis. Yes, with the LV. Yes, with the monogram. Yes, with the emprunt. Give me all the limited edition, because I'm about it, okay? Some people live and breathe Louis Vuitton. Now, I know some people in my personal life who scoff at Louis Vuitton. Absolutely not. I'd want nothing to do with it. They are strictly Chanel and Hermes. And to them, Louis Vuitton is laughable. Now, that's just one example. Let's go the route of discussing Coach. Now, I don't know if y'all know, but back in the day, like if you can find a really, really good vintage all leather Coach piece, <gasps> y'all, chef's kiss. That was quality. My mom, for example, loves her vintage coach pieces that my dad would bring back to her, you know, from travels for work. Um, and she still has them. I mean, they are gorgeous pieces. But to some people, coach is laughable. To other people, coach, maybe even, you know, let's take the vintage coach out of the conversation, modern day coach is something that they would love to be able to afford, something that they are aiming to be able to purchase. Um, and so when I say it's subjective, this is what I'm talking about. Some people look at Hermes and they think, why on God's green earth am I gonna spend that amount of money on a bag that is a satchel? <laughs> and I'm referring to the Evelyn. Um, but I personally love my Evelyn. I mean, I, I, 
I worship my Evelyn because that's the perfect sideline bag for me. Uh, but again, subjective. So one, like, you know what? Let's talk about Leon. I don't know if y'all know, but my husband, his name is Leon. He is married to someone, myself, who is in the luxury resale space. I eat, sleep, and breathe luxury all day. My husband doesn't care about luxury. He really doesn't. He's just now getting to like really appreciate things that I have purchased him. For example, like Christmas, I got him this really nice uh, Louis Vuitton weekender, but it doesn't have the monogram all over it. I mean, God forbid he would never, he would never carry something that has monogram and logos all over it. Um, it's just, you know, very quote unquote quiet luxury. He loves it. He appreciates it. He thinks it's nice. But at the end of the day, whether I, as his wife, am carrying a Coach, Michael Kors, Dooney and Bork bag, or if I'm carrying Chanel, Louis Gucci Prada, Hermes, he really isn't going to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> and so there are those people in this world. God bless Leon. I love my husband to death. Uh, but to him, if it looks nice, if it makes me feel good, then he's happy for me. You know, and that is a luxury in and of itself. Being able to carry something that you're proud of, that you worked hard for, you earned the money, you made the purchase, and you know, that in and of itself, y'all, is luxury. Whether people want to admit it or not, a handbag is a daily tool. It's a, it's a necessary item for the great majority of human beings. Like, let me tell you something. I am not interested in walking around carrying all the things that I carry in my purse that are private and important to me in my hands. You know, a, a purse, a handbag is a tool that is used to be able to carry multiple things around with you that you need on a daily basis. Like, I'm sure no one wants to see anyone else walking around the streets with all their personal necessities, just hanging on by a thread, holding it all in your hands, you know? So let's get down to the just the very, very foundation of a handbag. A handbag is a tool. It's something that everyone, for the most part, not everyone, I'm not gonna say everyone, but like most human beings need to use some kind of bag, whether it's a briefcase or a satchel or a bum bag, or uh, you know, it's a tote bag. If you carry a lot of stuff or you don't carry all that much, eventually at some point in your life, you need a bag to tote around all the things. Now, some people look at handbags as a quote-unquote status symbol, right? Um, it's really also the ultimate fashion accessory, if you think about it. I mean, honestly, people, we, we wear jewelry, we wear necklaces, we wear earrings, 
we have sunglasses, we have shoes and all of our clothes and everything, but for some reason, a handbag just tends to be the ultimate fashion accessory. It, it to a degree, and again, disclaimer, I'm not a therapist, okay? But there seems to be this sense of accomplishment when you have been able to purchase an item that you have been wanting, that you feel is beautiful, that you feel is desirable. And you kind of carry it with pride, right? And so in your mind, that handbag that you're carrying is a quote unquote status symbol in your mind, in your world, in your life. Um, and it provides you again with that sense of accomplishment. Like I did this. I love, I absolutely love when I hear stories from our clients that say, I have been waiting for years. I have been saving for years. I haven't been able to purchase a, for example, Chanel bag from the boutique, but I just got my first Chanel with you, with your company. Uh, I'm so excited. I love to hear those stories because anything that you work hard for, you should be proud of. I'm going to say that again. Anything that you work hard for, you absolutely freaking lutely should be proud of. So whether that's a handbag or a promotion, girlfriend, do you. Celebrate. Celebrate yourself. But anyway, so providing a sense of accomplishment, right? That's one point. Another point is to a degree, carrying a specific handbag gives you a way to like let people know about your life or a way to project what you want people to think about your life. Does that make sense? Like you want people to maybe know that you've made it. Oh, I did this. I did a thing. Maybe it's a promotion bag. Maybe it's your birth year Chanel. Maybe it's something that you're really, really proud of. So you want someone to ask. You want people to know about your life through your handbag. And I'm not, that's not a problem to me. In my opinion, I think that that's really cool. I can't tell you the amount of times, maybe it's just because I'm in this industry, but the amount of times that I walk up to someone and I'm like, I love your vintage Chanel. And it just opens up a really cool conversation. Um, I think that that's cool. Some people, now let's, let's see both sides here. Some people might think that that's vain. Some people might think that that's unnecessary. Some people may judge other people for that. I'm not in the business of judging people, but if there's someone that has worked hard for a handbag, they like that it brings them joy they like that it can be a conversation starter. It provides them with a sense of accomplishment. I think that's the ultimate accessory that somebody could have. Another reason why people 
like to purchase luxury handbags in particular is the thrill of the chase. There is a joy and complete satisfaction that we see as a trend from people that are collectors of luxury pieces when they are able to be really looking for something. It's that thrill. It's that, oh my gosh, I want this piece and it's a limited edition, let's say, and they only made 200 pieces and I went to the boutique and they told me there's only three left in the country because if you're not familiar with the game, then it sounds silly. But when you're familiar with it, it absolutely makes sense to me. Like I'm not necessarily a collector by any means. Um, I can't wear that title. But I know that we have a lot of clients who are. And it's the thrill of the chase. It brings them joy. They work hard for their money and they want to spend it on very particular things, especially if they're limited edition pieces. So that's, that's, that's another reason why people like to buy luxury. Now, I would say one of my favorite reasons and one of my personal reasons why I like luxury is it's all about the details, y'all. I say it all the time. I usually say that exact line on lives because it's true. When you're shopping luxury, it's because of the details and the craftsmanship. I mean, there is something to be said about a beautiful quality leather that is perfectly and intentionally stitched to just you know, like chef's kiss, perfection. I am a detailed person. So for me, the details in luxury are important. Now, have you guys seen, I think it's Dior. Yes, Dior on like social media has posted some gorgeous videos of just their process of from drawing the design to the craftsmanship, assembling it, all the details. And it's all in like this quick 30 second reel or video. And I just find that to be so cool. That to me is very important. That's just me personally, okay? Um, the functionality of pieces that are luxury, the sustainability of pieces that are luxury. These are all, again, important reasons why people will save their money to purchase a luxury piece. Now, we are not investors. Um, we are not accountants. I am not a CPA. I am not an attorney. So take this with a grain of salt. But in previous episodes, we have discussed luxury handbags as investments. And so make sure that you go back and listen to some of those episodes. But when I say investment piece, I mean that there is value in the luxury piece that you are purchasing. Now, let me make it a little clearer for y'all. I don't know if y'all watch Real Housewives, but I'm, I'm a Real Housewives person. Now, in Salt Lake City, Whitney Rose, she was doing a confessional in one of the episodes, and 
I believe it was because her husband had gotten fired because of, you know, and, and this is, I, I'm not in this, so don't come for me, but I'm just saying what was shown on the show. Her husband was fired because of something having to do with her role on reality TV. And she was distraught, as anyone would be. Your whole life goes upside down, right? And she, quote, she was quoted in that confessional as saying something to the extent of like, what about our house? What about the kids? What about food and cars? And then she said, do I need to sell all of my purses? And that moment gave me absolute chills because I am in this luxury resale industry. The amount, now I'm not trying to get teary eyed, I'm not trying to cry, but this is real. The amount of people that have reached out to us, our clients, and, and you know who you are if you're listening to this episode, that they have had something so significant happen to them in their lives. Their partner has left them. They're in the middle of a divorce. Someone has lost their job. Someone has passed away. And they turn to their handbag collection because that's how they're going to be able to help pay for things. Not me. Not me getting teary-eyed. But I say that because it's a very real thing. We see it happen. I have seen it happen. I have held the hands of a woman who came to our showroom a couple of years ago with her collection of handbags because her husband stepped out on her and she was in the middle of a divorce because he was leaving her for the side woman. And come to find out, unfortunately, we ran those items through our, our authentication software and unfortunately, they were not authentic. And it broke all of our hearts. Um, most especially hers, but she was going to use the funds of selling those handbags to be able to pay her attorney's fees. So when I say that luxury pieces can be a form of an investment, I'm not lying. I'm being dead serious because I have seen it and I'm really, really passionate about it. It really grinds my gears, y'all. When I hear someone making fun of someone else, trying to say, because we've had it, you know, we have trolls and we have people who have reached out and they comment and they're like, you know, it's laughable for anyone to think that they could buy a Chanel and that it would be some kind of an investment. What a way to waste your money. Okay, maybe it's not, it doesn't seem like an investment right now. Maybe there isn't equity in that bag. Maybe the current market value in the present date isn't there for you. But when things hit the fan and your life tumbles, God forbid, you can look to your handbag collection to be able to at least hold you afloat for a little bit if you have the right pieces in your collection. That's all I'm going to say. Luxury pieces can also be heirloom pieces. And, you know, we can build an emotional attachment. I think human beings in general, we, can, we tend to sometimes build emotional attachments to material things. I love, for example, it's not a handbag, but when my grandfather passed away a few years ago, my grandmother, they were married for 53 years when he passed. And 
my husband and I have been in each other's lives since we were 18. I was 18, he was 19. And Papa, my grandfather, loved, I mean, worshipped the ground that my husband walks on and really cared for him like his own. And so when my grandfather passed, my grandmother gave me his wedding ring. And I put it on my wedding ring finger and I have never taken it off. That's an heirloom to me, right? That's a material item that holds serious emotional just attachment. I'm just so emotionally attached to that ring. <laughs> so that's an example. There are people who have received handbags, luxury handbags, let's say, from their grandmother, from their great-grandmother, from their late aunt, from their sibling, older siblings, let's say, and there is an emotional attachment to that item. Even though it's a material thing and we're not supposed to be, you know, attaching ourselves to material things, there can be moments where luxury can be an heirloom. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful story when I approach someone and I say, God, I love your handbag or God, I love your bracelet, or God, I love your necklace. And they say, oh, thank you, it's an heirloom. It was my great aunts, it was my great grandmothers that, that then became my grandmothers, that then my mom's, that's now mine. I mean, how cool is that? I think that that's amazing. But you know, I'm a sucker for a sappy story like that. So um, there's the heirloom side of things. We do want to just say as well, because I think it's important. Although Erica and I are in the business of selling handbags, specifically luxury, we are also in the business of wanting to help our clients make good choices. We don't ever want people to try to live beyond their means. I would never ever want someone to go broke trying to keep up with the Joneses. We are in luxury resale we are in the people industry, we are in the building relationships and trust business. And so that's why we decided to, to have a consignment structure because you can consign your items, you can sell items that you no longer use, and then with the, with the money that you're able to get from selling your items, then you can put it towards purchasing something that you really love, that you're really gonna use. And then it's a circular, situation. Um, so I just, I did want to say that. That's important to note. Although Erica and I are in the business of selling handbags, we are in the people business. We're in the relationship business. We are in the trust business because in luxury resale, it can be a black hole of distrust. And so we hope that our clients feel like we're in the black hole where a little bit of a flashlight maybe, a little bit of sunshine <laughs> in that situation uh, because I would never, ever, ever want someone to put themselves out to try to purchase a luxury piece. So I'm getting to the wrap up time now and I just wanna say maybe a little reminder that Sometimes we can get caught up in the luxury world, you know, hashtag luxury addict, hashtag handbag addict, looking at what the latest trends are and what Louis Vuitton brought out this season and, and the limited edition pieces that are 
about to come out and my essay hasn't texted me back in case you don't know essay is sales associate and why isn't my sales associate getting back to me and um, am I ever going to be able to get a flap from the boutique you know we can get caught up in all of those things but I do want to end this episode with just a gentle reminder that material things y'all only have as much value as we give them so yes in the grand scheme and from a business perspective there is current true market value when you want to sell your luxury handbag right um, but a material item in the grand scheme of our life our day-to-day -day, what's important to us things only have as much value as you give them and that's all y'all that's my chat for today I hope it was slightly entertaining maybe you learned something if you didn't tune back into the previous episodes because you're bound to learn something <laughs> listening to those episodes but we love you and we appreciate you guys so much thank you for being a part of this community and we can't wait to jump on and record another podcast episode. Guys, if you're not already following us, we are at season the number two consign on all platforms, including TikTok and Instagram. We drop knowledge and have fun on all of them. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. We have so much more to share with you. Thank you for being here and don't forget to be fearlessly authentic.